On the Record with Gavin Riley. Brought to you by PwC. Redesign your organisation. Reinvent your capabilities. Reimagine your future. On News Talk. The Irish Data Protection Regulation, uh, the Data Protection Commission rather, uh, putting a 345 million euro fine on TikTok uh, for violating children's privacy on the video sharing app after finding that adults could enable direct messages for certain teenagers with whom they had no family connection. Uh, Let's talk more about this with Dara O'Brien, who's a data protection expert. He's a founder and managing director of Castlebridge. Um, Dara, thanks for joining us this lunchtime on the record. How exactly... Did TikTok allow itself or allow teenage users to be messaged by stranger adults? Well, the the mechanism here in, in the DBC's investigation was that the sign-up process, when someone is signing up for a TikTok account, if, they're, if they were under the age of 18, uh, it wasn't making their account private by default. Uh, there was an option that someone had to consciously decide to check uh, to tick a box to say they wanted their account private by default. Otherwise, it was effectively public by default. Uh, which meant that people could be searched for, their videos were public by default if they posted content, things like that. And the DPC's decision has identified that's a breach of the data protection by design and by default principle, which means we should be looking at how we make things as private as possible at the beginning and then give people controls over how they're sharing uh, their information or giving people access to information. That was the, the key principle that was uh, identified by the DPC as okay. having been infringed. So so the principle is that basically you should have to opt in to sharing your information with the wider world and that in this instance uh, users whether they knew it or not were having their information shared by default and didn't weren't given enough of a chance to privatise them again. Yeah, that, well it's actually even further than that Gavin it's, it's that for children so users under the age of 18 their pr- profiles were public by default and they had to make a choice when they were setting up their account to tick to make that private. And the DPC found that the the language used in those sign-up prompts uh, trivialized, could potentially trivialize the implications uh, for users of not se- selecting that option to make their account private by default. And that was one of the key elements uh, again in a decision that has actually five key findings in it. So this issue of of, of the DMs and the accounts being private by default is just one of the the, the five things that the DPC found that uh, TikTok was uh, wanting on. Okay, because um, obviously a lot of the reporting has focused on that one standout finding. So what were the other aspects that, that led to this massive fine being introduced? Well, the other findings are around content being visible and viewable by people because of that uh, pro- issue of accounts not being private by default. Uh, we, the DPC had findings uh, that the uh, that the TikTok didn't provide sufficiently transparent information to child users explaining the implications of various settings and explaining what would happen with to data, uh, any other content that they were posting, uh, depending on the choices they were making, and the DPC also found that the that TikTok has implemented dark patterns by nudging users towards more privacy intrusive options. Again, that finding in paragraph one fifty eight of the decision around uh, trivialising language uh, to that that didn't clearly explain and was nudging people to share their content and open up more of their content on the platform uh, was found to be an infringement of uh, the transparency principles under GDPR. So does that effectively mean then that the likes of TikTok or indeed any other app, that they're, they're going to have to be much more explicit when they're giving options to users that in, instead of trying to use casual language that might lead people towards sharing stuff because they think, ah, sure, what harm is the point here not to network, that they ha- now have to be more explicitly informed of how their information is going to be used? 
Well, that's one of the requirements under data protection law. Even pre-GDPR, there was that requirement for companies to be transparent about how data would be used and what the implications of that were. Um, in this context, the DPC is looking at the processing of children's data by a, a company, and the DPC has published uh, principles and clarifying principles on uh, how organizations should handle data relating to children and one of the and, and vulnerable persons. And one of the key things there is thinking about the downstream implications, thinking about the impacts uh, of sharing or disclosing data, and then communicating to people what those implications might be. So any platform, any company that's processing data of children vulnerable people needs to look at this decision and what the DPC is saying. And it's just reaffirming a very fundamental principle of data protection law. Is there a bit of a grey area, uh, all of that being said, uh, a bit of a grey area of when children or people who are legal minors are signing up to these sorts of sites, given that isn't there other aspects of the law that effectively treat children as minors who are incapable of entering that kind of contract? So you still have a situation where TikTok and any other social networking app is now required to be much more explicit around what it's doing with information and has to assign a certain amount of agency to somebody who by law is not actually perceived as being capable of doing so anyway. Well, it's one of the issues that wasn't within the, the scope of the DPC's investigation in this decision uh, is the question of uh, the, the additional parental consent for people who are under the age of 16 uh, under data protection law. So the, this idea that if you're under the age of 16, uh, signing up for what's called an information society service, and TikTok will be an information society service, there has to be a mechanism by which... Um, someone with parental authority is, is verifying that you understand uh, what, what's going to happen with your data and that they're agreeing to you using that service. So this wasn't part of the, the scope of this decision or this investigation, uh, but that is a, a key element of uh, the obligations that organizations have when they're dealing with data relating to uh, children, when they're dealing with data relating to people under the age of 16. There's that little gray area between 16 and 18 where we're considering whether or not people have the, the capacity and the, the maturity uh, to make decisions themselves. Again, the, the classic joke is you're, you're old enough to join the army, not, not old enough to vote. Mm. Similar situation when it comes to uh, uh, data protection. You are, we're making a certain assumption about your level of maturity, and that's where transparency and communication and explanation is really, really important. And being transparent and upfront about what the implications are so that people in that grey area between 16 and 18, are able to make informed choices. And also that parents are able to make informed choices and have sensible, informed discussions with their children about what these apps, what these uh, platforms are doing with data so that people aren't being haunted by the implications of that 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the road. Mm, which, which is a real prospect, isn't it? Because if there is some malicious actor or some bad fate actor who might have been exploiting this failure on TikTok's part, and it is worth stressing, by the way, that this is a loophole that they say has now been closed for years and that this is a fine which has been levied for previous uh, failings in the service, but that there are still prospective lifelong implications if somebody is so maliciously minded to exploit it. That's one of the key things. That's one of the reasons why the DPC identifies and, and also data protection authorities around Europe identify that data of children and other vulnerable people is subject to a slightly higher level of, of protection and organizations have to plan better and apply the data protection by design and by default principles better in that context because of the potential for longer term or more severe harm in those contexts. Um, and that's just one of the key things coming out. And again, while these issues, the vast bulk of them, TikTok said they've remedied them since the, the, the period of the investigation, which was from July to December 2020. Um, ultimately, if there was an infringement at the time, then this 
Commission has investigated those infringements at the time, and the fine relates to those infringements that happened. Just because I've stopped speeding now doesn't mean I wasn't speeding 20 minutes ago on the motorway. Mind uh, for speeding 20 minutes ago, it doesn't necessarily, the fact that I've stopped speeding now doesn't necessarily change the penalty. Mm. Yeah, understood. Um, Dara, thank you for your expertise. Dara O'Brien is a data protection expert. He is the founder and managing director of Castlebridge, uh, and he is on a lot of social media sites. You'll find him as Seabridge Chief, uh, particularly on the likes of Mastodon. On the record with Gavin Riley, Sunday morning at 11. Brought to you by PwC. Redesign your organisation, reinvent your capabilities, reimagine your future on News Talk. <laughs>